Welcome to episode 16 of the BSN Rams podcast. I'm Nick Nedvalski alongside Nick Patnode. We've got another full slate of, of CSC topics here to talk about today. We've got uh, the end of season presser for Mike Bobo from last Friday. Uh, big win for Larry Eustace, number 500 in Rams basketball. We're going to start uh, with that end of season presser for Mike Bobo. Um, it was Friday morning, wasn't able to attend, but he did mention um, what what caught my attention, the word adversity a lot, which they face quite a lot of quite a bit. But, you know, if, if you look back and kind of see how they responded to it as far as, you know, not really being able to, to get that comeback win, the only one that they had was that Utah State game um, where Nick Stevens came back. But, I mean, really, other than that, I mean, yeah, they, they won quite a few games. They get to a bowl game. The offense came back and, and, and looked great. The defense made strides. But they never really had that one game where you said, wow, this team you know, had their backs up against the wall and, and they really got after it. And they pulled out a few wins that way. They, they just never really had that, that mental toughness um, that you really have to have if you want to be a championship team. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting that you bring up the adversity thing because in my mind – Adversity, what, what these guys are calling adversity, is kind of just the everyday thing for teams. I mean, get to you know midseason, everybody's going to have injuries. Everybody's going to have you know on off the field troubles, maybe. So what what they classify as adversity is kind of in my mind, it's like that's run of the mill stuff. Adversity is is really getting hit hard. I mean, some of these schools who have you know sanctions and things. I mean, that's right. that's real adversity. But the stuff these guys are going through is not uncommon, and to to think that. You know, they they destroyed some big feat this season, or they got over some huge law. I mean, really, they didn't. They didn't. And, and to be honest, they didn't. Ha- in my mind, they didn't have a ton of adversity because I, they had some guys go down. They had some guys leave the team or whatever. But okay, right. come I, on. Guess, I guess the biggest adversity that you could probably point to is the quarterback situation. And interestingly, that probably turned out to be a good thing that that happened. Looking well, back on, I mean, you, you feel for Colin Hill, but I don't. I don't know if they get to a bowl game with him as their quarterback. I yeah. think it was almost a good thing that Stevens came back. So I think it was too. I mean, and, and an interesting point in the press conference, you hear you hear uh, Bobo saying that, hey, right right away, Nick Stevens is the quarterback going into uh, spring ball right. into fall camp. So uh, he's kind of putting a hush to any of those rumors, and because maybe he gets a sense that that outside noise had a bit of an effect on the team, and he wants to quiet as much as that as he can before we even get started on it. So, interesting note there. Yeah, so one thing that, that Mike did touch on that's going to be different this offseason, they're going to implement what he's calling a fourth quarter program. And, you know, I, I, I mentioned this in, in the article last week, but, you know, teams always want to get bigger, stronger, faster, you know, get better acclimated to the daily grind that, that returns in the fall. But this is more of a, of a mental toughness thing. And, you know, he, he's going to test guys both both physically and mentally. You know, we'll see if it, it makes a difference, but I, I do like that he is doing something like that, especially because this is, you know, one of the, the most highly anticipated seasons in recent memory. He's he's 14 and 12 through two seasons. They, you know, have to take that next step, and I, I think this program could could maybe go a long ways in, in making that happen next year. Yeah, like you said, it is a very anticipated season for a lot of reasons, 
and uh, and it'll answer a lot of questions. And I think Bobo has never been bad at the conditioning. You didn't see guys get gassed early in games. You didn't see the team struggling to keep up physically. They were in really good shape all year long, and uh, I think that's attributed to what Bobo has these guys doing in the off season and in between the, the weeks before you know get recovery. I mean, he's really good at that kind of thing. So um, this fourth quarter program is only going to boost that a little bit, and I think it's going to go a long way. Yep. So moving right into men's hoops. CSU knocks off Air Force last Saturday at Moby, 85-58. They improved to 11-6 overall, 3-1 in conference play. Of course, it was number 500 for Larry Eustachy, um, who post-game actually just kind of played it off, you know, said it was more about Emmanuel, and, you know, we, we all know the story about him and, and the tragedy with his family. But he did emphasize that um, he truly values and cares about his player-coach relationship, which to the average fan – yeah, you know, there, there's a little bit of a, you know, of a situation there. But, you know, he did say it's all about relationship with players, you know, j- just played off number 500. He's uh, 62nd all time now, uh, so slowly moving up the ranks. In terms of the game itself, it was 50, or 33-28 at half. Um, the Rams won a little 7 nothing run there. And then they just blew the doors open in the second half, um, outscoring the Falcons 52-30. to it helps when you shoot 63% in the second half. Mm-hmm. Um, they were 9 of 16 from three. They couldn't miss. You know, Gian was 9 of 18 from the field. He had 28 points. Emmanuel Amagbo, his eighth double-double of the season, uh, 14 and 10. Nixon, 20 points on 8 of 17 shooting. And interestingly, of course, this is how much we know. We said last week that you would need to play those three guys as much as possible to, to kind of save your team's legs and Larry played that group for a whopping two minutes. Mm-hmm. Shows so shows what we know. But your your overall uh, taking to that game, I think it's great. Like you said, the the guys that are going to soon become academically ineligible didn't get a whole. I think only one of them was the one that Devacchio played, Devacchio played yeah. for the two minutes, and uh, he didn't touch Che Bob or Kamani. And I think that's great because you saw the team respond well to that. Now, I think through this adversity, the team is still going to get some wins at home. Road wins are going to be tough. There's a certain level of fatigue that just comes naturally from traveling, and yep. you know whether or not they're able to respond well to only having seven guys on the on the active roster. We'll see, but uh, but no doubt the way they played at home with with limited number of guys was very encouraging. Especially you know there's been a lot of talk lately, and and I'm sure the players have seen it. They can you know social media they're they're looking at what fans are saying and. Um, and it's good to see him come out and say, "Hey, you know, we're not just going to go down like that and and uh, play as well as they did, especially in the second half." So, yeah, and and Air Force was without um, one of their best players, but uh, you know, CSU did what they needed to. Uh, big big home win there, and now they're they're in the midst of a week layoff as far as games games go. But in terms of a Mountain West update, Boise is the lone unbeaten right now. There are six teams that are either two and two or two and three. Um, San Diego State is one and three toward the bottom of the league, as well as Utah State and Fresno are both two and three. So, I mean, the league is just wide open right now. Um, you know, we're not even midway through that that halfway point. We're, we're essentially just a quarter of the way through. But, I mean, what have you seen watching these teams? You know, do you like the Rams' chances right now, at least? I'm I'm a little skeptical of the Rams' chances, but I think that these initial standings don't mean a whole lot. San Diego State has arguably had the toughest Mountain West schedule, playing teams like Nevada already. Yep. Uh, you know, so uh, it's it's not a surprise that San Diego State has struggled a little bit. 
Um, but don't don't think that they're going to finish the season where they stand now. I mean, they're going to they're going to get a lot of wins this year and uh, in, in conference play. And you know, Boise State's going to have some falls. I mean, you know, if they they barely escaped us when we went up to Boise and, and played them at home. And so they're you know these are it's interesting to know where teams are right now. But boy, it's going to shake up a lot by the time we reach the halfway point. And uh, I think you're going to see a lot of shifting. I think Rams are going to kind of be right in that uh, right in the they'll be up there around that three three seed when the tournament comes around, I think. Um, but, you know, if if they're able to come together as a team and just kind of play with the mentality they played against Air Force and say, hey, you know, we've got the we've got the talent we need, we've got the guys we need, we've got the coach we need, let's go win these games, then maybe they've got a shot. But, but uh, I, gosh, I, that, that seven number stands out big in my mind, and it just, you know, foul trouble, injuries, fatigue, it's just so hard to play a full conference season with seven guys. Yep. And I think that's just that's a big obstacle to overcome. Mm-hmm. Yep, so they get New Mexico on Saturday again at home. Uh, the Lobos are a little bit down again this year. They're 9-8, and 2-3 and three, um, in Mountain West play. They've lost three straight by an average of just three points, kind of similar to a situation the Rams were in just a week ago. But, um, of course, one of those that just bonkers heartbreaker against Nevada. Um, Wasn't that something else? Yeah, but, you know, they've got a... Their best player, Tim Williams, a senior forward, averages 19-7. and seven. Um, one of the league's best players, so the Rams need to figure out a way to deal with him. But in terms of remaining January games, and we talked about, you just mentioned this, but you know the schedule gets tough in a hurry. They go after New Mexico. They go at Fresno, at Utah State, and then home against San Jose State, back on the road against San Diego State, and then I think it's the last day of the month against Boise at home. So that's a, that's a bit of a scary stretch. My thinking is that they win three of those. They're they're going to beat San Jose State, but somehow you got to find a way to win two games against Fresno, Utah State, San Diego State, and Boise. Um, so, you your know, thoughts about how that may shake out? Well, I, I want to say this that you know I think when the Rams played Air Force, it was a really good game for him, and and Larry didn't have to use too many of those guys from that that ineligible list. But don't think that. If they're playing New Mexico and they're not looking good and it's the second half, I mean, Larry Eustacey's not going to lose a game if he doesn't have to. So he's still got these guys eligible on the 14th. And if if he's, if the guys that are on the court are not getting it done, I, I, I have every reason to believe he's going to go to the guys who he won't have in a few days to get the win. Because what matters is you know, he needs to put the team in the best position to win. And, and if it means going into that, that bag and, and getting those guys for one last time, I think he'll do it. So, yeah. uh, you know. I, he's a smart guy, and and he knows what it's going to take to win these games. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's a it's a good stretch. It would be some fun basketball to start off this uh, couple weeks here. Yeah, and and the students come back um, after this weekend, so Moby should start to to be a, a little more lively um, in the coming weeks. So that'll be exciting. Your thoughts, real quick, on on Saturday, who wins and why? Honestly, I think the Rams win because you know they've. I think they're going to come together and say, you know, guys. It starts now. You know, it's not a. It's not going to be midseason where we're looking back going, "Hey, what can we do to to get ourselves an outside shot?" They want to start now and they want to finish with the same fire that they had uh, at the beginning of this season. So, uh, I think the Rams are going to win. Uh, take some of that momentum from the Air Force win and and keep it going. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this one. We thank you guys for listening. We'll see you back here next week. Go Rams.